in to another episode of Kicking It With Keith. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 p.m. for the audio portion on all streaming platforms and catch the video on my YouTube channel on Wednesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Thank you for your continued support, friend. I love me some you, and you are greatly appreciated. So this is the new body that y'all seeing online. Like Everybody's like, I, I am in the gym. I do have a trainer. So you got on the table, friend. You went to the DR. Friend. You went to the, the table DR. and I got it sucked off. So that is the <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me okay. So would you ever get it sucked out and put somewhere else? Mm-mm. I like my 20. I, I got a 32, 32 waist. So before all of this, I could not fit shit. I would still work out, and so I run, but I was gaining weight in my ass and my thighs. So after I got lipo, you know, I got all my waist back down to the 32, 32. My stomach is still flat. Um, I'm just loving this new body. I'm loving it. I'm so you got ass it. and thighs still. You um, still got ass and thighs though, right? I have look, look, you know, I'm a 32, 32. I do have a lot of thigh. No ass. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I didn't want no booty. And I just feel like, I just wanted to be back to my normal size because I'm Check 30. So I was like, oh shit, like, hold on. But I don't need no boot. Need the metabolism thing don't work for everybody, unfortunately. Like my, my metabolism at 30 is still fast and working against my ass. So look, I yeah. Well, if I could have transferred any Please. of it to I know a lot of people Please. like, well, give me some. You could have Please. it. And you know what? Like, I'm I'm really, I'm really glad. Like, I didn't even realize that obviously I didn't know that you did that. And I just feel like by you opening up that you saying that. That almost opens up a whole nother conversation that we can really have, maybe even on a different show as far. I mean, even today, like I feel like I've never come across anybody or any men aside from, you know, people who get, you know, they get the, you know, the the nose job or something like that. But I really haven't come across many men. I've seen a couple of men who get Mm -hmm. BBLs, um, but none who just have really gotten like lipo. Like and it's so crazy because a lot of people would just be like. Well, you could just go work it off. You a man. You a this. You 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 can do. Men have metabolisms too. Um, it's difficult for us to lose weight. It's difficult for us to pick up weight. The same as it is for women. If you listen, listen, bitch. That's it. If you, if you, bitch, yeah. can go get your titties done <laughs> when you're missing three of your teeth, bitch. Don't say shit. And they still say no. I'm just playing. No, bitch. No, no, no. You got your titties done and your teeth fucked up, bitch. Don't say shit about me getting lipo. Listen, that is my number one pet peeve. I think I did a lot of jokes about that on my on my Instagram. Listen, get <laughs> your teeth. I got braces. I don't know if y'all can see it because of the light, but I have braces. So I didn't. I wasn't one of those people. Like, oh, he got on the t-. bitch. I have braces. I like my big teeth. I want to keep my natural smile. I don't want the chiclet teeth. For some, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get some because my teeth is fucked up. I'm getting some veneers my- that look absolutely amazing, and it's the, it depends on what kind you're getting because there are definitely yes, layers to this shit. I but, don't want the the nutcracker teeth. The nutcracker ones, mm-mm, I can't have that. Shout out to Dr. Heavily. She does amazing veneers. Yes, she does. She does. She I'm trying does. to get, I need to talk to Dr. Heavily because I want her to do um, somebody who I know. That's going to that's gonna lead into a whole nother conversation. But I'm just going to put this out here. Hopefully my executive producer don't get mad. But okay. Anatomy X is having a reality show that's dropping this year. So y'all will get to see the behind the scenes of Ooh. me and how I got to what I how me and my team work, the models. We have uh, fathers, we have husbands, we have divorced wow. men, uh, ex-convicts. 
So it's a lot of stuff that current goes convicts. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, what would you just say? I said current convicts. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Maybe, look, maybe. You be like, it, it just depends on what the day of the week it is. Me look, jail time, dog. boom. You know, you, you driving on a suspended license, whatever. I'm just saying, <laughs> <though>. <laughs> and, and don't make me a convict. It's gonna be it's make a con man. It really talks mm-hmm. about like sexuality, um, yeah, sensuality. Really interested, like people who are into like I have straight models, I have bisexual models, I have pansexual mm-hmm. people on my team, I have people who are in, interested in trans. So it's really an open show to really open up people's eyes and experiences. And it's so you're trying people. to send one of your models to Doctor Heavenly before it come on TV? Is that what you? No, I actually would love for her. To, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm I would love for her to help somebody on my team for, to get their smile back. So I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna be heavily girl. I'm coming. How you doing? Remember me from the Super We're gonna talk. Um, but I think it's it's gonna be such a dope show, such yeah. a dope show. Shout out to Mr. I can't, Corey. I can't Knight. wait to see the shit. What do you know? You say shout out to who? Mr. Corey Knight. Really? I, I love Corey. Well, you know, Corey he, is um, from Tennessee, and you know I'm from Arkansas, so you know those mm-hmm. are just like it's like home. You know, I would love Corey more if his ass would you know respond to my invite to that podcast and stop responding to my stories and shit all the time friend. Corey is a big, uh, listen, Corey is like that person, the way he's like catching lightning in the bottle. It's like, Corey, where you at? I know, I know. And we actually, like- you know what's crazy? It's crazy because we actually had a conversation a few days ago. Um, we, uh, he, because he called me and we were like just chopping it up. He was saying that he wanted to start becoming more exclusive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he does want to like obviously get the work and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. when you are so openly available to everybody, it almost diminishes the value of your work sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And right. I'm, and so I can definitely, so, you know, for me, I don't take it personally. Like for me, listen, there are certain people who I've reached out to for, to do my podcast that if they don't respond, it's like, whatever, I'm a, I'm a build up and come back. You know what I'm saying? No, for real. Like I, I haven't reached out to like, even though I'll be, you know, I can write TS Madison at any given time and ask her for a piece of advice or something like that. I'm still not going to extend any invite until I know for a fact that I've built my way up and I'm not going to waste somebody's time. You know what I'm saying? And that's not to, that's not to demean like that's not me saying like you, you know, ain't as good as TS because I got you on here. But that's just more so I know it's going to be hard to get that response. <laughs> right. OK, TS, because you listen. OK, listen, girl, because you show hard to get in contact with <sighs> While we're talking about OnlyFans and stuff, I, yeah. I've always said this in private, so I'm going to say it here publicly. Yeah. Um, anybody, because we were just talking about OnlyFans and stuff and, and porn and that industry. Yeah. I'm so proud of where T.S. Madison has gone uh-huh. in her career because I always tell people, to me, and I could, I could be misspoken all these years, but I've always said she is the highest and most respected porn star who's come out that industry. Not a celebrity who's did a yes. porn, but she was somebody who was in the industry of porn knee deep, came out of it, and really recreated her brand and her name, and it takes a lot. She's pretty much like a unicorn because most people cannot do that. It's literally a un... It's like an unrealistic goal, almost. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I always tell people, like, you know, not saying you can't do it because she's, she's been the exception, but it's hard as fuck to get out of that conversation of just talking about me in a sexual connotation. She has been able to have real conversations, be funny and still have content and be current beyond her sex, you know, beyond what that is. So I'm so proud of her and what she's done with redefining what that means and being a trans person, because being trans is also a hard conversation 
Being a black Absolutely. woman is being hard. Being considered in the LGBT conversation is hard. So doing all of that and then having the respect on her name, it's just like, get it, girl. Get it, girl. And let's add an extra layer on that. Yeah, she did porn, but she was also a streetwalker. You know what I'm saying? And with, with that being said... And I don't want to say like I'm not saying that they're no worse than porn star. I'm not saying that whatsoever. But ju- that just lets you know that no matter how she was a person who was in multiple facets of the adult entertainment right. industry and still was able to come out of that. And I don't know. Um, I watched a video on YouTube actually. Uh, she was a guest. She was guest starring on some podcast, and she actually explained her very last time, like her very last night on the street. Wow! And it was it was like. Tra- just me listening to it was traumatic. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for me, I definitely respect anybody who takes their situation, no matter how negative mm-hmm. it is, and, and makes lemonade out of it, period. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I don't... I don't... Never mind, because I don't want to give too much this is what saying. to TS. So, no, because I just feel like a lot of my interviews, I feel like maybe she comes up and I feel like I don't want to look like, like clout chasing or chase. look I like I'm trying to have like, people who really have paid their dues and people who like are speak. I mean, yeah. we are, we're gay. So at the end of the day, we do have people in the gay industry that we can, and there's not too many people who actually are still humble, who are successful and who actually are doing the damn thing. So, I mean, if you mention her, so what, fuck these people, you know, all these people. Yeah. Know and I tell her, I tell her all the time that uh, she's actually, I don't say it all the time because also I feel like some people would try to make it seem like they have a way more hey, personal relationship with certain people. people. Well, I'm just saying, fuck I tell her that she is my mentor. People. You express yourself You're the right. way you want to express yourself. This is your platform. If they don't yes. like what you got to say, they can miss you in the comments. Just don't unfollow. Y'all can miss me, but don't, and you, don't know. Because where you live, gotta bring somebody else in. So. True, true. That's very two people actually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I reach out and I tell TS that she is my mentor when it comes to mm-hmm. this. Um, comedy wise, my mentor would be like some more. But as far She's as so platforms, social media, trying to branch out and do everything, my one hundred percent mentor would be TS Madison. Not on no, and, and like I said, I have to say this because I feel like a lot of people. Reach a lot of people will try to make it seem like they are way more close to somebody who's up here than they mm-hmm. are. So that's what I'm saying when I say I'll, I'll reach out to her and call her my mentor. I don't want nobody to think that I'm. I don't even think her that's, I, that's what I mean. I get what you're saying. People yeah. do do that, but yeah. I feel like <laughs> you don't have to personally know somebody for them to be your mentor. I mean, you might have a personal conversation with them, but when you admire somebody's work and you study them and you follow what they do in their journey, I mean, it's nothing wrong with looking up to somebody. Because she's she's giving me advice about you know uh, about L, you know getting an LLC for my YouTube channel, also you know uh, trademarking my name and stuff like that, and you know she, hell, she's sent me pictures of her studio like just to show how stuff is set up set up with the cameras and the mic and stuff like it's you know that that to me it, that speaks volumes and the thing about it is mm-hmm. so the difference between i would say this the difference between a ts madison and the person that i was speaking about earlier you know mm-hmm. that i was saying that the friends that don't support the difference right. between that is ts madison actually gives me advice when i ask for it 
T.S. Madison might. That, and that's why I say again, support looks different. Yes. Like even if she never yes. reposted your your fly or whatever, she's actually still supporting you behind the scenes and actually giving you the nurture and the wisdom exactly. to where you can actually produce new content. Exactly. And be fluent in what you're doing. So, so that's why I say support looks yeah, different. Yeah, because because I, I feel like you know that's why I don't care. Like you know if she don't like obviously I don't she don't owe me that. Nobody owes nobody that. But the difference between yeah. her and you know him is like. You know, nigga, you won't even write me and be like, you know, good job. <laughs> I like your editing work. Too. I will say, while we before we end the, the T.S. Madison yeah. tangent, she's the only person who I saw that was doing what I was doing. Like, we were doing the melanin pot. I really, I'm going to be honest, she's the only person who was actually doing a talk show. And even when I come yeah. back, the way that she does her show and the way I do my yeah. show are totally different. Yeah. But nobody was doing, I'm just going to put that out there, nobody was doing the way I do the melanin pot. And me, Jacqueline, and Mary, nobody was doing it. Not here in Atlanta, not in LA, not in Arkansas. Nobody was doing it. So when at one point, it was a season where everybody named Mama was coming up with a talk show. Doing a talk show, doing a talk show, doing a talk show. I was like, oh, everybody got a talk show. Everybody got a talk show. Last year and the year before. And and I'm not mad at that because what's mine is mine. And I'm coming back and it's going to be there. In my podcast, I'm bringing that back, the IKTR podcast. Y'all be sure to follow me on I know that's um, right. Apple Music <laughs> and uh, Spotify. It's I Know That's Right. But um, yeah, you know, I'm make sure to I'm gonna make sure to put your links in this video and stuff. That way, they can uh, have access to you on all your platforms and stuff. Access. And also, make sure that as well that y'all know that you know if you want to buy a ticket to win this party, the links in the yes. bio. We're in, we're in different God. states all the time. So if you want a private party for your bachelorette party, your birthday, your divorce party, just because it's Friday, let me know. You know, I have all models of all shapes and sizes and dimensions. So. Yeah, he even got a model that's about four and a half feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. I'm just playing. Yeah, his little oh, cute <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see him standing in the picture with the other dudes, and it was like an AT and T tower. It was just like you know how like the, yes, the, the said bar. Tower just, and it's so funny. We always joke. He always said he gonna get his knees done. I was like, yeah, you should do that. You should, should totally do that. Totally get your knees done. I'm listen. I feel like that's one of those things. Like you got lipo, like. He can get his knees done. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, people should, I think, I think there's a thing where eventually, especially because I feel like Drake got some lipo or he got some fake abs or something. I think Drake got, listen, let me tell you something. You better do what works for you. You, at the end of the day, you have to live this life and you have to maneuver through it. You already are guaranteed bad days. You are guaranteed mm-hmm. a death date. Make the best out of it. Make the best yep. out of what your life is. I went through a oh, that's, place oh, that's where. Me. I think people always like, oh, Jay, you always look good. You always feel good. And I'm like, no, I was depressed for a while. And I was really, like, I was like, I got to figure it out. And so when I got the light bulb, it was really because, like, I need to, I need this for me. And when I got it done, and it's, light bulb's a journey. Yeah, it's a journey. because you, you look slimmer in the face as well, actually. Yeah. So, okay, did you get lipo in your face no. or is it just here? But, you know, when you get rid of, like, okay. all the extra weight in your body, yeah. your body just starts to naturally, like, okay, let's shed this way. And then, Burn plus, I'm in the gym and then I'm eating better. Um, so, yeah, it's just, you know, just trying to... No, that, that's what I want... When you brought it up, that's what I wanted to say initially. You all, please... Not you all. Y'all, please remember... If y'all go get any procedures, whether it be lipo, whether it be BBL, whether it be no matter what it is, I got two things of advice for you. One, do your research. Mm-hmm. I got three things of advice for you, actually. One, <laughs> do your research. Two, just because you go to so-and-so's page 
and she says that she went to Dr. So-and-so, doesn't mean that's the doctor you need to go to because everybody's bodies is different. Don't go to the cheapest person you can find. <laughs> you know, I'm serious because a lot of people, they'll go, let's just say they'll prefer, you know, for lack of a better example, they'll go to Kay Michelle's page and say, I want to look like that. Her doctor is so-and-so, but they won't realize that, you know, she, her doctor calls her to have all these medical conditions and all this, that, and all this, that. So it's about really doing your research and don't just get on fucking social media and go to somebody who you think, Oh, I like her body. I'm going to her doctor. So that's second. And third is please. If y'all don't maintain your bodies after y'all get this shit, it's a waste of your money. It's a waste of your money. Waste. Lipo, especially. Waste. You have to keep you have to keep that off. Um, if you if you out here getting it's BBLs and shit like that, getting lipo sucked out your stomach and put in your ass and your ass decide you want to have a bad diet or not work out, guess what? You're gonna be shaped like a Chrysler again in a week. <laughs> not a Chrysler. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> no, for real. Like y'all I have mean. to be mindful, but pl- plastic surgery yeah. ain't gonna fix everything. It's not gonna fix it's everything. Not. Uh, but it starts I, I, with your mind. That's why I say it's, it's a process. You really have to make a mental. Like I had never had a surgery before in my life, mm-hmm. so this was my first surgery ever. And so when I decided to tell like everybody close to me, everybody was like, "No." And that's another thing. Everybody tried to talk me out of. Yeah. I didn't want nobody talking me out of it, so I told everybody at the last minute because I had already made a conscious decision with between me and God that this is what I know I needed to do for myself. And it worked out perfectly, but you do have to make a mental decision like, okay, I have to eat better. I do have to live higher. Mm-hmm. I do have to get back on it. I do got to be more focused. And I just, I'm I'm glad I did it. It was one of the best things I've done. Really? I'm so glad I did it. I'm going to go ahead. Flat, 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 V. Y'all done seen the videos. If y'all on my Instagram, if you look at my body, you will definitely see. Well, y'all done seen me. Do you have any scarring? Do you have any scarring? Do you have any scarring or anything? Not really. I got like um two incisions at the at the like where my V is, but you can barely see them. And then they went through my belly button, and my belly button has healed perfectly. You have to go. You have to go under for stuff like that, right? So let me say, okay. So I went to Atlanta Plastics, Doctor Crawford. Okay. He was amazing. Um, and then Doctor Bailey is there as well. So I think that's why I went Doctor Bailey. So you know, there, there's two people there, so they're amazing. Um, there are other places I'm not even gonna name them because I was getting ready to name, but the Holy Spirit said be quiet, so I'm not gonna say yeah. it. But and no, ain't nobody, we ain't getting no free mo, we ain't getting no promo for these people, but we gonna no, let them promote but them. But if y'all wanna send me some, <laughs> you see where to find me. At. Um, <laughs> some of the places do allow you. To, <laughs> some of them do allow you to stay awake. I do know of people who have gotten mm-hmm. their life like a BBA non-invasive. Mind you, I just got lipo, so which means they just went in and they sucked fat out of my stomach and shaped me. Um, for people to actually get that fat transferred to their butt, which which most women don't realize is that it's what it's a dangerous ass surgery. So yes, and I've awake. seen you still awake for that. Some of them, like mine, I, I was about under. to say I, I because prefer, I would recommend that everybody go under. But I do know that for a lot of people, they they try to cut costs. Let me tell you something: yeah. your health is yeah. not negotiable. And at, all. at the end of the day, if you're gonna do something like that, go with what is the yes. safest route. I and didn't. you know, Mm-mm. those other, those girls, I will say this, y'all, and I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all know this because I'm pretty sure at this point, everybody wants one of those bodies. <laughs> but the recovery process on that shit, y'all, it will probably be one of the scariest things that you will ever have to go through. Ooh. Because I have heard horror stories about people and their BBLs mm. and the healing process or them healing or having complications right afterwards. Or like even y'all, if y'all want a good example, 
go to uh, B. Simone, go to her YouTube channel, and she actually got on there and discussed her sister getting a BBL. I was about to say, Lord Jesus, I was about to say, I know B. Simone didn't get one. No, but actually, since she cut her hair, she's been she's been shedding a lot of weight. I haven't. So I don't follow B. Have Simone anymore. Her? I stopped following her a long time ago when she was copywriting people's books and stuff and, and had a little attitude on, a little energy on. So I hope she's doing well, but I, I haven't followed her in quite some time. And I said, last time I saw her, she was shaped like the letter B. So. Yeah, and she still, you know, in, in certain pictures she can still be. Um, but I would say she uh, she cut off her she cut her hair because her sister Jordan. And this is another. I don't want to. This is allegedly, but her sister's sick, mm. and she lost a lot of her hair and stuff like that. Mm. And let's just also say, you know, this is about a year after all of her complications from this BBL. So I'm just saying that's why I say allegedly. Gotcha. Allegedly. Um, but B. Simone ended up cutting her hair off, you know, just to make her sister feel more comfortable and, That's you know, sweet. not feel like she was alone. And it's so crazy because you know how certain girls, you know, girls, they, when they get their hair done or shaped or, I mean, not shaped, but you know what I'm saying? Like when they get the shit done, um, it's supposed to be styled or shaped to their head. Mm-hmm. B. Simone, she cut her hair off and believe it or not, some odd reason, it's almost like since she doesn't have the hair on her face, it looks better. her weight is just starting to it just her weight is starting to fall off. She's look. She literally. Maybe she's actually like working it because I know she yeah, used to like work out. I don't know. You know, she was one of the people where she would be. Looking, she was about like yeah. people weight. You know, one day you see me, maybe I was on top yeah. and I was on the bottom. You know. Yeah. Like, okay. But I, I do. She's another person that I definitely look up to. Actually, you know, uh, just in this, I, you know, I can't obviously never get a response or nothing. But you know, just wait, just wait, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely done a lot of good. Yeah. Uh, this stuff in her stride yeah. and her and, journey as well. So there's a lot of people you can definitely look at and yeah. be like, and you know, and, and also girl. learn from because you know at the same time, just because she went through something bad doesn't mean that we have to disown her for that. Because guess what? That lets me know. Don't ever copyright nobody's goddamn shit, Keith. So you know we can learn. Now say don't be Martin Luther King. Know. Yeah, I do know Martin Luther King plagiarized. I have a dream. Yes, speech. Did you yes. Know that? I, I, I don't know who well, we I got it from. I know that. I, I dropped that wisdom this week. I already got it from Dolly Parton. Um, I'm just. <laughs> 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 not Dolly Parton and I will also go and say it's nothing you know back in that day and still going on you know this is no discredit to yeah. nobody but a lot of white people used to always steal from black uh-huh. artists like Elvis Presley Hound, that didn't, he stole that from a black artist so you know it's been going on since the beginning of time and so when black people do it of course it's still don't get me twisted I'm a writer I have a degree in writing so it's wrong all the way around but it's just always a catch 22 when a white person is caught doing it and then a black person, black person, black person. Look, I feel like we can copyright up. We can copyright up, but you can't copyright down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like you can joke up, but you can't joke down. And I'm not saying that black people are below white people. But what I'm saying is the reason why certain things are OK for us to do and not for them to do is because guess what? We've never made them feel less than. So guess what? We're going to joke about them and we're going to steal from them like they stole from us and raped us and killed us and made us eat chitlins and, you know, hunt us down on the side of the road and shit. Fuck. Not everybody, but I'm just saying. Did you see Donald Trump's speech that he just did? You probably, I don't know if you saw it. He literally was like pulling that card. He literally was like, oh my God, they're not letting white people get the vaccination. They're making white people wait for the vaccination. And I'm thinking to myself, welcome to being a black person. Try it your whole fucking life. You know what's life. happening with the white people thing? I see, it hap- I see this happening simultaneously. The white people are really starting to feel out of control like the straights 
You know how right now all the straights are like, oh, don't say nothing about a gay person. Oh, you'll get canceled. Oh, and they're really like all in their feelings because now people are holding them accountable for, you know, treating us like shit. That's the same way with the mm-hmm. white people. Oh, you can't say nothing about a black person. because of- No, you can't, bitch. You can't. You know what I'm saying? You know what is, what, what's, what's, what's crazy about that is, and I, I've, all, I've always said this, I just find it that you can always tell people who have always been shitty people. Realistically, you should treat everybody with respect. And lack of representation is a real thing for everybody until they have their own agenda. And what I mean by that is, like, for the longest time, we pushed the narrative of let's get more black stories, more black artists, more black artists, black, black, black. So now we have more black. And, of course, when that was happening, the white people were saying they're cramming blackness down our throats, right? But then we need more black representation because we deserve our stories and our shit to be told. The same thing happened with women. And then women were like, we need our stories to be told because we're women. And then men were like, y'all are cramming feminists and this shit down our throat. Gay people stepped up and said, hey, Mm -hmm. we want our dude as well. And then all of a sudden, it was the same conversation, but it was worse. Yep. Y'all are cramming gay shit down our throat. No. I want everybody to see that we all have causes and agendas and we all want to be seen and heard. But representation matters. So when you go hundreds of years without representation for women, it's not that women weren't there. Y'all just didn't include them in the stories. It's not that black people weren't there. Y'all didn't include them in the stories. It's not that gay people weren't there. They just were not included in the story. So now that inclusion is Thank happening, God for T.S. Madison. it's like a cram. But that's what happens when you exclude things is that then you have to go back and re-educate the audience. And so now it looks like a cram, but it's like you've been miseducated and that's what you get for excluding people. So it's going to keep happening. It's going to be another another group of people that come up and say, hey, trans are not trying to get they do. And it's like, oh, you're trying to cram trans down our throat. No, that's why I was so grateful for Pose, because Pose showed the trans experience, the gay experience. It showed um, the ballroom experience. It showed people who actually somewhat, struggled somewhat, with HIV. Somewhat. And somewhat in what? I'd, I'd say this. It definitely, I love that show. Love it, because it educated me. It educated me on so many things that I wasn't even aware of. But mm-hmm. I don't one thing that kind of bothered me about the, not the show, but the public opinion of the show was that because I don't Mm -hmm. know anything about balls. I don't know anything about the underground. I don't know any, you know what I'm saying? Like, so for me, that's what I'm saying. Like that show isn't represent. It doesn't represent all of us because like some of that stuff, I ain't never been put out of my house for being gay. I ain't had to be in no house. I well, yeah. it won't represent everybody, yeah. but I think that's the part that everybody has to know. Like, every story is not for you. Like, I love The, the Notebook. That's one of my favorite movies. But the no- I'm not a white woman. I'm not a white man. You know, I have never been married. So I can't really say I relate to that story, but I can definitely respect the love and the story that was told. And then you also got to think it's told at a different time. I don't watch no white reality shows no more because oh, I, I can't relate to them hoes. Look, I was talking. I'll be, I'll be, no, I don't look to be. And I think that's the problem with everybody in 2020, this year and last. I think everybody wants to see themselves in every story. Yes. I think that's a problem. Like Boy Scouts is now letting girls join Boy Scouts. Why? And then we have Girl know, Scouts. Trans men are in women's sports. They have Girl Scouts. You yeah. know, and I get the fact that it's certain things like, okay, we need to be inclusive about. But I also feel like that's also what makes some of us different. And so the moment that we don't look at each other and say, hey, you're a boy and I'm a girl, you're Asian and I'm black and you're Indian. 
and we can't look at each other and not see inclusion, then how do we begin to respect boundaries? I feel like we feel like we just have to be like, I have to see myself in here and I got to be a part of his and I got to see myself. And it's like, you don't have to be a part of everything. You can appreciate and be like, that's some good well, shit. I'll say this for me. It's, it's not necessarily that. Now, I definitely none. There is a lot of what you're saying to be very true. Uh, just in my particular situation, I'll say like, First off, I'm ghetto. I'm a little ratchet. I'm a little. I'm a little ignorant. You know what I'm saying? That just, that just really is what it is. Um, although I do know how to act, so we ain't gonna get that twisted. Um, but <laughs> I, do, I, I feel like this. Like I've been watching Selling Tampa, right? Okay. And I was watching before. I would you know catch episodes here and there of Selling Sunset. Okay. Which is the, the, which is the LA version with the Beverly Hills version with the white cast. And right. I, what I, the reason why I say I typically don't watch white reality shows is because I can't relate is because it's really hard. For, like when I see these white girls like on, Oh my God, like he drank the last Sprite and like, she didn't tell me that she was pregnant. And I'm yank, uh, I'd be like, bitch, what? Like, I'm like, what? So when I see selling Tampa, you know, I hear, you know, I see the bitches, you know, the, the women, they sisters, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, for me, it's like when I see them in there talking they shit or using certain words or certain things, it's just way more relatable for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to see myself in them. I just, it's hard for me to care about some shit that, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like this, I feel like. The shit white girls cry over and the shit the black girls cry over are com- two completely different goddamn things because black women have to be strong for every goddamn thing. So they cry when some. I think to a degree, but I think I think they're all women though. No, they are. No, they are. But I'm more so saying like these white girls. I can't lose weight. I my 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 implant fell out and and now my titties are uneven. Okay, you being dramatic. They don't be crying. I mean, I get that that being like a. You know, like a thing. But I think it's just, it's like different. I think also it's different storytelling. Because like what happens when we see like a black person having an experience, right? But it's not what, it's, they didn't, they, they boyfriend didn't get shot in the hood. So then like you see black people like, well, girl, that ain't nothing to cry about. It's like, no, she's having her own experience. But I think we also, we as us being black, we also do associate experiences with a lot of trauma. And so we do look for like the most dramatic stuff that happens. It's like, child, my dad just got out of jail. And then the girl over here just saying, like, oh, you know, my dad, um, yeah, you know, he, he had a he had a flat tire. You know, and the flat tire compared to the dad in jail is, is so dramatic, but it's like that's her experience. So I definitely get both, you know. I get no, both. And, and and that's another that's also a really good point that you make is you can't tell anybody how to how to um you know handle their experiences or how to deal with their experiences. Obviously, you know, if you see somebody's coping with something in a in a unhealthy way or a bad mm-hmm. way, maybe try to assist them and not let them just cope unhealthily with unhealthy, you know what I'm saying? Like don't let them destroy themselves um over something like that but at the same time you can't tell somebody how they should be feeling or how they should be reacting about something but how all i'm saying is with, um how no. did you cope with like redefining yourself i know you say that you were like battling with some stuff as far as redefining so what did you do mm-hmm. to like get back on track because you have been on it since you know your return so what do you feel like okay. you did to really got you back on track so first off i started taking care of my skin <laughs> <laughs> That's number one. 
You want to endorse any products? No, I don't because they're not you endorsing sure? me. You can tag, tag them into this video. Yes, I can, and I've tagged them in a couple other videos. And guess what? They ain't. <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> yeah. So with that being said, until I get my promo code from them, no more of that. Um, no, I'm learning. I'm learning the business at this point for real. Like I'm that learning. That is the business. Um, That's the business. I'm say for me, what was really instrumental in me, like kind of getting back on. First off, honestly. Not even to sound corny. Although I would say I feel like sometimes I wish my boyfriend could be more supportive of as far as production goes. Or maybe like if he sees me like running around, like maybe just help me out, like arm my shirt or something. You know, if you know I got to be on like some, I would say. But he has supported me from the very beginning. He lets me spend whatever money. You know what I'm saying? Like not lets me spend because obviously, but our money is into a pot for our home. So, you know, he, he, he believes in me. He's like, you know, I get, I, I understand that you got to spend $500 for a camera, but that's what you got to do. And so he doesn't keep me from doing anything. He motivates me. Like he gives me talks all the time as far as like, you are going to be big. You're going to do this. And honestly, I always say like motivation sometimes really, it, it starts from home. Um, and like, because for me, I was, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I've never done stand up comedy uh, like on stage before because I don't feel like I have a support like he will support me with that but like I feel like I would need more people like that I know personally to go with me to support me and give me that courage so one thing about it is when you have somebody that supports you genuinely even though he don't share my shit but I'm kind of glad because I don't want nobody to know we together honestly because I don't want to buy my business um, he definitely he's my backbone when it comes to this when I be crying about it, yes, this, he me tea, to shut yes, up. this, this is it. Yes. When I be, when I be, when I be in my feelings, or I'm like, because there was a point, and I've even I mentioned this before. There was a point where initially, when I first started trying to go big, get big, go viral, mm-hmm. whatever, um, you know, I may put 15 hours into editing a video, and it may get one like, two views, or something like that, and I would take it out on him, mm-hmm. and. Just the fact that he's still willing to still even let me have conversations with him about my platform or stuff like that. When I've been so mean to him in the past about certain things, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't know. I feel like I'm not answering the question. I don't know. I feel like because it's, it's more than. No, I think you are. I think he was a big part of you being on track and his support and his love was definitely yes. a big. When he left, because, you know, we broke up for about three I months. I remember to Last year. When he left, I I could not even think straight. I could not even think straight. And that honestly sent me into one of the biggest depressions I've ever mm-hmm. been in. And that also kind of stayed with me. And it was it's that, that thing where you go so long without doing something and then you like you just almost lose motivation or lose your confidence in your ability to do it. So you just like I'm gonna keep I'm gonna I'll get back on it. I'm gonna get back, you know, finally, you know, it we we became a, a two income household again. So we had a little extra money to, to get all this shit going again. <laughs> oh no, that's right. But yeah, it's definitely that's what's up though. Especially when you do your work at when you do the work. So that's good y'all did the work. Yeah, he that's he's definitely he's definitely my biggest motivating force. Like if it wasn't for him being like telling me to keep going when I'd be sad and depressed and stuff like that, I probably wouldn't be doing this. Not to be completely Aww. honest with you. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, babe. So we got good skin, getting our skin in check, base, love and support. And what else? Confidence. 
Um, because I've also learned that the more that I do this or the more I go live or the more I post videos, the more interaction I get. And the interaction is what helps boost my confidence. So um, I'm able to I'm at a point also now where I say I will never delete anything off my page again just because it did not get views or likes. That is a big one. I have done that so many times. It's embarrassing when people when people look and see that you only have two likes on this video and you have all these. That shit is embarrassing, honestly. And this shows that you're like you're vulnerable and you put all that effort into something and it's not being received. Or they just can't see it because the algorithm. I I had to remember, like, I want hearts, not eyes. On yeah. my page, so I want to touch people's hearts. And like most of the time on my page, even though I do have like funny shit, sometimes I'm telling like a true story or motivating in a funny way or just being raw. And you know how I am, like, uh. And I think if you touch one person, we're 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 honestly up, right? Very so if you touch one person and you delete the post, or it's supposed to reach that one person and you delete it, you have just abandoned a mission that you were supposed to accomplish. So now I've gotten to the point to where it's Absolutely. like, no, you keep everything. You don't be embarrassed. You don't be ashamed. If it don't have the likes you need or the, the the views, that's not the intention. My intention is to get hearts. So if you get one person who watched the video and they got the point of it and you change the outcome of what that they were struggling and dealing with, you've done your job. And I think I 100% I think that people think when I say that, that I'm trying to just really say something just to make myself seem like good in the moment because I really be saying that like if I touch one person – and that's how you know what we do is a passion. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like when there's people who are doing it for the money, maybe they'll get the money and then like they'll burn out. But there's people who are passionate and actually love what they do. Like, I say this, what you just said was a great point. And mm-hmm. actually, I'm going to probably transition my mind frame for the point that I made without deleting my stuff. Because for me, I was just literally the only reason why I was like, I'm going to stop deleting my shit is it's a waste of time. To sit there and put all that effort into your shit, put all that effort and then just delete it. That's a waste of time. You could have been doing anything else. And so that was my only perspective. But now that you said it the way you said it, I'm going to go ahead and I think abandon my perspective or maybe even just kind of merge them. Like, first off, it's a waste of fucking time. And second off, there's a mission. There was a reason you did this. Right. You know what also is crazy? My boyfriend, the other day, and it's, it's happened so often. It's weird. The other day, you know, I don't know if you've seen that I posted, like, I made like this little funny little rap song, whatever, because, you know, I'd be trying to just, like, just see what I'm good at, like, whatever. Um, but I see you be dancing, TikTok, and all of it, make When I was writing, when I was actually in here recording the song on the microphone, doing all that stuff, Bay sent me a message. It was like a picture. Shout or, out to Bay. You know, for real, shout out to him, because I'm crazy, and honestly, I can't... <laughs> I couldn't deal with me, and so he just need he deserves a whole uh, day of dedication to him for real. Well, you better you better make it count. <laughs> so it's so basically so. Let's just say I started recording that song on Tuesday at eleven forty seven. He texted me at eleven fifty five and was and it was a thing and it said Aries, you've been allowing all of your creative ideas to go down the drain due to self doubt and fear of rejection. God is encouraging you to pray for confidence in order to reach a new level of success moving forward on your spiritual journey. He didn't even know I was recording that song. He didn't know nothing about what I was doing. And the fact that it just stuff like that between us happens all the time. When I'm working on something, I don't be telling tell him about it. And he'll reach out and be like, this is something random like that. Because y'all are in tune. You're, you're in tune. You know what I'm saying? And it's scary. It's scary. I did not know you but are I'm, Aries. 
Mm-hmm. My ex is yeah. an Aries, and he. What is what's your what's your blue sign? He's an Aquarius. Oh, okay. so his birthday's coming up on the third. Okay, you got some stuff to be planning. And, oh my god, I know, I know, yeah, I know. Y'all oh, you know, yeah, Aries are definitely yeah. I commend him because Aries, are, y'all are something to deal with. Jesus, help we me. really are, and you know. But my thing is, I feel like intention. My intention is always right. I feel like my integrity is always right, and my morality is always right. It's the right. delivery that's the problem. That's what be fucked Ooh. up. My delivery. That delivery is up. just sad. You hear me? I mean, Lose hell, me. you hear how I came with you this morning? <laughs> hell, I, first thing I text you, I was like, "Luck, you better answer this motherfucking phone." Crazy. <laughs> I will say that, like, my ex was exactly how um, you said your boo was. Like, he did a lot of stuff for me to help me, like. His idea on the green wall and, oh, you should do the sign to really, like, get me back into, like, doing certain things. Like, he definitely helped me in so many ways that I would It starts at home. It, it starts at home. It really does. It does. It starts here and at home. Right. And you and you got to be here for yourself. That's the other thing. If, you got, if you're not here for you, you can't do anything but be in a take, take, take situation. So when you get this together, yes. you finally can be in a place to where you can give and take. And that's and that's what it is because a lot of people do get caught up in the take take take. Just, and that's a relationship. What can I get from you now? It's like you can get the fuck out, but you know what you said. But it's good that you got you can get the fuck going. So shout out to your boo and shout out to my ex. I have, I have one good person in my corner. One, I don't get support from anybody else. One at all. My uh, my buddy Demetrius. Uh, Latham, I'm pretty sure you see me post him a few times. He's also my life coach. Okay. Um, you know he's he's pretty supportive, especially now because he's doing he's doing his own thing now, and I'm I'm trying to like build him up and help him get his own platform stuff. So he's definitely you know supportive as far as sharing my. But I don't have I literally don't have like aside from like random people who come through like maybe do, Your village I don't have will a support you. you know they say most people who we know won't support us and that's because they're so used to you know oh that's just keep from down the street or I knew him when he was such and such and I knew back then and so they don't see you higher they don't see where you currently are they see you as being somebody who's just in their pocket and baby at some point at all even all my friends that I'm close with like I look at them and I value them as a like a true whatever they're doing. You know what I'm saying? I don't really be like the person like, oh, you just such and such. And I'm like, girl, you are somebody. Boy, you are somebody. So you need to carry yourself. Even if you're just selling eyelashes, like I'm going to big your ass up. Like, come on. Like if you're just selling Seriously. random meat lashes, I'm still going to big you Seriously. up. Seriously. Period. You have to really think higher of yourself and the people that surround you because as long as you think on that low, I always say low living, as long as you're thinking on low living, you're going to live there. And I do, I do need to, uh, because you know, the thing about it is, and I feel like this is another good point we can, we can touch on because I feel like a lot of people really don't realize the amount of work that truly comes into everything that comes with being a a content creator and stuff like that. And, you know, even let's just say this for whatever reason, if my content is subpar or if my content, you know, if the quality ain't this or, you know, so it's because guess what? I'm doing everything by myself. You know what I'm like for real. I'm doing everything from video editing, from purchasing, from these subscriptions that you got to pay for that ain't cheap to a lot of shit. I'm doing it all myself. And I always say like I need a team of people around me. Yeah. But the fucked up thing about it is I don't even have a support system around me. So a, a team, I know definitely. And don't nobody don't nobody take me serious enough. Nobody takes me serious. But you know what? Your team will come. Yeah. Your team will come. Like your your village picks you. Like even though like I do have close friends and I do have people like that, but 
a lot of during the time of my success, I was alone. I really was alone because none of my friends, yeah. like at the time, lived like in close proximity, and everybody had life going on. So, of course, we'd be on the phone and all that stuff. But like, I'm definitely a in person feel you know. energy. Like, come over, let's talk on the couch, and I'm that because I do everything on social media, and then I I'm always with strangers because we do events, and you know, it's a, you know, so I'm always around people. So like that personal connection is so key. So I did a lot of it by myself until my village like came and. A lot of them people who I do business with became people who I actually just do life with, and we we're just really close like that. I'm just I'm hoping that uh, I see a lot of uh, a lot of situations where people. Hey, how do I say this without sounding needy? <laughs> I just wish I just I just wish that somebody would take a chance on me or invest in me um, more than I'm trying to take a chance and invest in myself. Like I wish that somebody could say. Oh, go ahead. No, I was about to say, you know what I learned? Ask for what you need. I have definitely got to the point. I'm so used to like doing, I always say this, nobody's self-made because everybody needs help from somebody. Even if you get a loan from the bank, the bank help. So with that, yes. But I also feel like I'm one of the people where I always want to figure it out by myself. And I always realize that that is a downfall because I don't know every fucking thing. So I pray for God to give me um, provision for people to come in my way to where I can actually learn from them people and they'll be able to teach me new avenues or dimensions to where I can excel. So I'd be like, yeah, um, you know somebody who want to invest? I, I literally just asked somebody for an investment and I should have one probably in February. So, hmm. I would be so scared to come off needy. And then also mm-hmm. another thing about it is it, when it comes to what I do in particular, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I, I'm a comedian who you know, gets on YouTube and, uh, you know, I have like a podcast slash interview or like, we don't know what the nigga's doing. Um, so it's more so kind of like a, I don't, it's hard for, I feel like me to go to somebody and be like, Hey, can you invest into my YouTube channel? They'd be like, what the fuck? Like invest in your YouTube channel. You got the vision the, the Bible says, write the vision and make it plain. When you write that vision down and you can tell somebody exactly what your objectives are, Hi, my name is Keith Wayne, and I have a YouTube channel, and I'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian, and my objective is to make people feel good about real-life situations in the midst of da-da-da-da-da-da. I need you to invest, and your investment would help me and do da-da-da-da. Okay. And, okay. and I think people would understand that because at the end of the day, comedy has always been medicine to the world. Yes. Yeah. So it's it is like, for me. Even in my depression. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that as well. Like, comedians typically have some type of, like, now, yeah, some off with them, and that's why they're able to be funny because yeah. they are able to flip situations um, that could that would have probably been traumatic to a lot of people. That's why there are certain jokes that when people say them, they're turn they're making a traumatic situation for themselves. Like, yeah. right. but then the person who's gone through it, you know, that's not gonna be a joke to them. That's gonna be like, oh, you're making fun of me, and then people like, I just don't. I wish people would understand. Also, I just gotta say this about comedians. I don't think I've ever heard one comedian, none respected, ever formulate a joke based off of a good experience. Unless, you know, like, and I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, but I'm more so saying like typically comedians, they take something that don't fucked up or embarrassing or something that doesn't happen to them and they'll, and they'll spin the shit. You know what I'm and saying? I don't really see nobody funny, creating yeah. a joke out of, oh, I showed Who's up to it? my birthday party and I got a Porsche and $15 million. Like, ha, ha, ha. Like, that's not funny. You know what I'm saying? So really, you do have to 
be multi-layered to be a comedian. And a lot of people, especially with me, yeah. think that I ain't got no damn sense. And the thing that you will learn about me very, very, very quick is you probably will never find another nigga that got as much sense as I do when it comes to half the shit we talk about, for real. Just because I'll be on here, like, ah, ah, ah. no, guess what? And, but yes. you know, comedians are some of the smartest people because they they know yeah. how to storytelling yep. is the oldest thing in the in the book. You know, you know how to tell a good story. That's amazing. <laughs> but like to oh really take something oh and spin it oh and turn it, it's like no. What is you laughing <laughs> at? Because listen, I don't know if it's like comedian slash Aries coming out of me. Because <laughs> speaking of good storytelling, I get so impatient. When people are telling me a story, and I call it walking around the barn first and then going through the door. Don't walk you around that. You sound like me and Jacqueline always scream this to Mary. Get to the meat. We on the mashed potatoes in the grill. Get to the meat, girl. Get to the meat and get off these mother. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm. That's me. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Now you gotta be, see. That's the key of being a good storyteller. You gotta tell the story to where people are anticipating the story, but they don't feel like you just been like. Girl, can you hurry up? I got to go pee. <laughs> my boyfriend, my boyfriend. And every time he says this, I fall out laughing. And he gets it now. But every time he says, so long story short, I just fall out fucking laughing. Because I'd be like, ain't no, yo, what you mean long story short? I've been sitting here for three hours trying to figure out what the fuck happened. And who the fuck all these random people that you keep mentioning are. Like, and what? you still don't know. And I still don't know what the point of the fucking right. story is. There's been some times where I'd be like, okay, so what's the point? Like, can you, and I, be, I don't be trying to be rude, but I'll really be lost sometime. I'll be like, you've been talking for about an hour and we still ain't even got up to the conflict. <laughs> so, so can we, you know, and that's my, I don't get to the meat. I also don't, I also don't like small talk. So that's the thing about me. Like small talk, I will cross the street to not have to have like a small talk. Con- that shit makes me cringe. Elevated conversations. I don't mind small talk as long no. as it stays small. Like no. if we gonna do small talk, like hey, you know, some small it's snowing that's, outside. That's just cool. Snowing. That's cool. But I'm talking about small. like the shit where you like on the elevator and it's just like one of y'all looking up like it's one of us gonna speak first. Or, like uh, uh-huh. like. See, I'm good at stuff like that. Like girl, I like your shoes, and uh, I'm the person who's blunt, and I'd be like, "Ooh, this elevator show taking long." You know, I, I'm that person. I'd be like, Ooh, awkward silence. I don't mind taking and an so awkward situation and flipping it. That is the that's the southern in us. That's right. the southern in us. That's the southern in us. I will okay. Let me let me reframe myself because he does get he does say you don't have to speak to every fucking body. You, you don't need because I do because you know obviously I'm like hey well, I'm I'm like that in the mornings and everything. But 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 it's almost like I can gauge when that conversation is going to be a small talk conversation that I like when somebody <laughs> when a white man is looking at me like this. I'm probably not gonna walk over there <laughs> yeah, by your ass. You know, I'm like, hey, how you how you doing, young African American? You know, like, no, I'm not. Like, you know, like I I don't know, or if it's like some like especially like let, let it be like let it be Let it be a what? Like, you, you get it you out, know, get for me. Let it be a what? Let it let me be, let me, let me be in the club and let it be one of these gays or something out here trying to scope me down and corner me in the goddamn clubs. You got me fucked up. I told a motherfucker one. I told a motherfucker one time, look, we was in the club. I was drunk. I was drunk. And this is another announcement we got to make. We got we we have such a good dynamic with this. Um, this is another na- announcement I want to make. When I'm in the club and I'm drunk, 
and the music is playing, and I'm obviously in the club to have a good time, right? Mm-hmm. Quit cornering people with your drunk ass and trying to have full-blown fucking conversations with them in a loud-ass goddamn club. Because my last time in the club, there was this dude it. who was trying so hard. He wanted to, like, he was hitting on me and stuff like that, and I was trying to be like, oh, <laughs> Oh, you're so funny. You know, you know, you're so crazy. Like so you was like encouraging that. him. No, I wasn't. I was more so like, uh, you know, something like that. And then he got to the point. He ain't he ain't catching the hint because nine times out of ten, he drunk himself. So you just indulging him at this point, baby. Well, look, he caught the hint. He look, I'm gonna tell you how he caught the hint. I'm gonna tell you how he caught that motherfucking hint. So he's still sitting there. I'm there with my friend Shane, <laughs> who's my ex-friend now, anyway. But uh, we sitting there, we sitting there, and the dude, he's like, yeah, so, you know, I'm known for taking care of my man, and I buy him this, and my ex-boyfriend, I would do this. And, you know, like, hey, there was this one time his baby mama even pulled up, and blah, blah, blah. he was just going into this deep-ass conversation in the middle of the club while I'm drunk. I literally said, excuse me, one second. And I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even really have to say excuse me, because I was like, just hold on one second. I looked, turned, just turned, and was like, Shane. Can we go? Because this motherfucker would not leave me alone. And I'm drunk. I was like, look, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure everything you're saying is really important to you, but I can't handle it right now. I'm not in there trying to be listening to your traumatic ass shit. You don't know where some of those small talks are going to go. Sometimes when it's like, oh, hey, how are you doing today? Oh, my God. My man kicked me in my stomach this morning and the, and the hood fell on my, like, <laughs> I don't know, my gas station, my, my, my stove blew up and my baby got gonorrhea or some shit. Like, I don't need to hear all that. Now my baby got gonorrhea. Girl, what is y'all doing over there in your household? But, you, you, but I'm just saying, I don't need to hear all that, bitch. Because guess what? I'm not laying all my shit on you. I didn't tell you that I just got over a hemorrhoid, bitch. I didn't tell you that I just almost lost my house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need to hear none of that. Sorry about the hemorrhoid. I'm, I still got a little PTSD. I, <laughs> I got a question, but I'm going to have to wait for it off and off ahead. <laughs> it's not because of that. It's not because of that, friend. No, I wasn't even. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, I don't even get down like that. I think my diet was just bad. Oh I don't know what's been going I am going to I can. This was so fucking long overdue. This was fucking overdue, friend. All right. All right, Chelsea, y'all. Um, we're definitely, I'm going to just say this, because we've definitely been on here for a minute, um, and it's actually been such an eye-opener for me getting you on here, because I really feel like I want to have you on here more regularly if we don't do our own thing, um, because I definitely think that we deserve a part, too, because I definitely, I wanted to get more so into, you know, your, um, I wanted to also get into you, and I wanted to get into, you know, your journey and your path about things, so I don't want it to necessarily, I don't want the questions that I did want to ask to get overshadowed by all the, you know, topics and stuff we were answering today. So I'm definitely going to make sure that I get you back on here when my camera's charged back up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I just want to say, you know, tell the people where they can find you, you know, tell us if you got any events coming up. Honestly, send me a, uh, yo, send me a calendar of your events calendar. and I will pop it on her. Okay. I will pop it Y'all on her. You can follow me on Instagram at Jay's Anatomy. That's J A I S underscore A N A T O M Y. For the record, my name is not Jayas. I know y'all talking about <laughs> Jayas. It's like it's just only because Instagram doesn't do apostrophes. It's Jay's Anatomy, like Gray's Anatomy. And um, yeah, we have a lot of upcoming events. Anatomy X, we have shows all the time in Atlanta and surrounding states. 
We travel everywhere. So just be sure to follow us at AX underscore S-I-P-N. That's on all social media platforms. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, listen, I want to say thank you, my friend, for giving me the honor of being on you. I keep forgetting what episode I'm on. It's because I'll be shooting multiples in one day. I think it's nine. nine. We just on the episode. We on. No, actually, what we're going to say is this is the episode. So thank you for coming on the episode you hear me so i really appreciate you because you know again i feel like i've said this a million times but it's really hard for you know a lot of people to it's first off it's really hard to track your popular you know business niggas down and second off you know it's also really hard for people already have a business or platform established for them to take you serious when you're trying to come up so again thank you for taking me serious with, uh, when it comes to my you know helping me establish my platform and my brand friend and I, can, I definitely hope that you and i can do this a lot more together because I'm actually kind of surprised. I'm not surprised because of our, you know, phone conversations and stuff like that. But it's I'm pleasantly surprised at how seamlessly it's perfect. Oh yeah, he testing again, y'all. Was- <laughs> yeah, he is. He he really he's silent right now. But can y'all just feel the cuss words in the? Mm. They go on in the circle. I can feel it in the circle. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see this circle right above me right now? That's what they look. Okay. So, again, it was seamless as fuck, aside from the technical issue. <laughs> but I definitely, so I'm going to quit saying this because I don't want to, you know, sound too thirsty, but I hope we do this more. Yeah, we're going to do it again. You know? And y'all going to see us and on some, we're going to do some IG stuff too. Yes. So, we actually probably going to do that later on today, actually. Yes. Maybe probably think about that all right so uh again y'all i want to thank y'all all for tuning back in to another episode of kicking it with keith i'm really hoping that y'all are loving this segment i'm really hoping that y'all are loving the guest i'm really hoping that you're loving whatever inspiration whatever stories whatever business whatever just anything that we are telling you all because that's the whole point of this is just to make people know that they can do it despite circumstances um so i'm i'm really hoping this is something that y'all are really loving and as much as i love y'all uh huh. Because you know none of this would be, you know, possible without Tamar. Um, I'm just playing. Uh, you know they'd be like, wake up and thank Beyonce. I'd be like, thank Tamar. Uh, Come on, Mr. <laughs> all Bates. right, but yeah, I love love them. Um, all right. So again, y'all, we'll go ahead. Y'all know how I love to end the show, and we end this the same way every time. So with that being said, yesterday happened the way that it did. So today could happen the way that it should. Today happened the way that it did, so tomorrow could happen the way that it should. And there's nothing that will be put in your path that an OnlyFans bag or a sip and paint models bag can't fix. Um. So also, looking for new models all the time. Make sure if you're interested and you have the qualifications, like you can't be interested with a two-inch dick and a gut that hangs over oh. your dick. I'm just saying. Oh. What? Am I right? But I am looking for a few people who got a dad by. So if you want to be, yeah. bring your dad on, come on down to Andales. Yeah, now, now go to the and then go to Andales. That's A N D E L L. Go to Andales if you got a dad by. But Lee, Granddaddy, uh uh-uh. uh. Uncle Leroy, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I cannot. Come on down to Andales. All right. Let's make Granddaddy. Yeah. Yeah, Uncle Leroy and Granddaddy, uh-uh. Y'all got to stay y'all's asses home. But we do need I mean, I'm not gonna say we. He does, you know, he's always definitely looking for models. Um, and yeah, that's a that's a show, friend. I wanna thank you so much for being here. And I'm gonna go ahead in this live and stop ranting and rambling and shit. So, you know, uh 
Bye. <laughs> Bye, y'all.